O God, living and true, look upon your people whose dry and stony hearts are parched with thirst. Unseal the living water of your spirit. Let it become within us an ever-flowing spring leaping up to eternal life. Thus may we worship you in spirit and in truth through Christ, our deliverance, our hope, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, holy and mighty God, forever and ever. In this morning's reading from the book of Exodus, we hear how the Israelites murmured against God in their thirst. God directs Moses to strike a rock with his staff, and the water issues forth. A reading from the book of Exodus. In the wilderness, the people thirsted for water, and the people complained against Moses and said, Why did you bring us out of Egypt to kill us and our children and our livestock with thirst? So Moses cried out to the Lord, What shall I do with this people? They are almost ready to stone me. And the Lord said to Moses, Go on ahead of the people and take some of the elders of Israel with you. Take in your hand the staff with which you struck the Nile and go. I will be standing there in front of you on the rock at Horeb. Strike the rock and water will come out of it so that the people may drink. And Moses did so in the sight of the elders of Israel. He called the place Massa and Meribah because the children of Israel quarreled and tested the Lord, saying, Is the Lord among us or not? The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our faith teaches us that the love of God has been poured upon us. We are moved to deeper faith by the knowledge that Jesus gave his life for us while we were still sinners. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, since we are justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ through whom we have obtained access to this grace in which we stand. And we boast in our hope of sharing the glory of God. And hope does not disappoint us, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. For while we were still weak, at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly, Indeed, rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person, someone might actually dare to die. But God proves his love for us in that while we were sinners, Christ died for us. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, Lord. On his way through Samaria, 
Jesus came to a town called Sychar, near the land of Jacob, where, J- J- gave it, where Jacob gave his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there. Jacob, Jesus, tired from his journey, sat down at the well. It was about noon. His disciples had gone into town to buy food. A Samaritan woman came to draw some water. Give me a drink. You are a Jew. How can you ask me, a Samaritan, and a woman for a drink? Jews do not share things in common with Samaritans. If only you knew God's gift. And who is asking you for a drink? You would ask him, and he would give you living water. Sir, you don't have a bucket, and this well is deep. Where do you expect to get living water? You don't pretend to be greater than our ancestors, Jacob, Leah, and Rachel, who gave us this well, and whose family and flocks all drank from it. Everyone who drinks this water will keep getting thirsty. But whoever drinks the water that I give will never be thirsty again. The water I give will become a spring within that wells up to eternal life. Sir, give me this water. Then I will never be thirsty again, and I won't have to keep coming back here for water. Go. Call your husband. I have no husband. You were right. You have had five husbands. But the one you are living with now is not your husband. What you have said is true. I see you are a prophet. Our ancestors worshipped on this mountain, but you Jews say Jerusalem is the place where people ought to worship God. Believe me. The hour is coming when you will worship neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You Samaritans worship what you do not understand, while we Jews understand. Salvation is from the Jews, but an hour is coming. It's already here when real worshipers will worship God in spirit and in truth. These are the worshipers God wants. God is spirit, and those who worship God must worship God in spirit and in truth. I know the Messiah is coming, the one called the Christ, who will announce all things to us. I am the one, the one who is speaking to you. Jesus' disciples returned and were surprised to find him talking with a woman. The woman left her water jar at the well and went off into the town. Come and see someone who told me everything I ever did. Couldn't this be the Messiah? The people set out to meet Jesus. Many Samaritans from that village believed in Jesus on the strength of the woman's word. He proclaims all things I ever did. When the Samaritans came to Jesus, they begged him to stay. So he stayed for two days. Many more believed in Jesus after listening to his teachings. 
they spoke to the woman. Now we believe in Jesus, not because of your story, but because we ourselves have heard him. We know this is the Savior of the world. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Ruha, Holy Spirit, let the living waters of your truth flow within us and among us. Last evening, I asked one of the choir people to read the part of the Samaritan woman, and she looked through it, and she said, Oh, Father, I can't say this. What do you mean? She said, Well, it says, I have no husband. I don't want my husband to find out that I said that. Everything that I've read in, in preparation for preaching this weekend says that what John says about that lady... It's not about her moral life. The Jews and the Samaritans apparently have what they call the Leviterite marriage. That is, if you marry, a guy marries a woman and he dies without bringing a kid into the world, that man has to keep, that woman has to keep marrying his brothers one after the other. So it could be that this woman was married five times because of the Leviterite law. You marry your dead husband's brother. What's interesting that the, the commentators say that what Jesus is saying, the Samaritans, they, they buddied up with pagans who, who invaded their land and took over. They buddied up so much that they started to worship the pagan gods. Could that be the husbands you have that aren't really your husbands, the false gods that the Samaritans worshipped? I like that explanation. When people, when the community for which the Gospel of John was written, and the dialogue between the woman and Jesus, don't you just love that? And we've had it fixed, so we've got to go back. There, it reminds me when I would do funerals and, and, and they would have the honor guard and the guy from the honor guard with the guns would say, prepare yourself for a volley. There was always an elderly woman who would go, <laughs> well, prepare yourself for a crack, whatever. Back to the gospel. when the people for whom this gospel heard it, what they heard Jesus say was, ego eimi, the part where she says the Messiah is coming, and he says, that's who I am, ego eimi. The people who first heard this, they recognized those words. Do you remember the story of Moses and the burning bush? And the bush says to Moses, you go to the Pharaoh and you tell him to let my people go. Moses asked, well, who should I tell them sent me? And God's answer is, I am sent you. I am who I am sent you. 
what John's gospel is telling us and using ego eimi is that indeed Jesus is God. We had to cancel our Lenten men's night of prayer because of the situation. My friend Father Dennis called and we talked it over and he said we better postpone it for another time. I really wanted you guys to meet Dennis. Dennis and I have been friends for almost 50 years. And the thing I most admire about Dennis, he's someone who has a real relationship with Jesus. He knows Jesus. When Dennis and I pray together, I sense the presence of Jesus not just an idea. You know, sometimes when we preach, it sounds like a, 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 a theological dissertation. It's all head stuff. Dennis knows Jesus in the heart, just like the woman did. And I so much wanted to share him with the guys here. We'll do it another time. It just seems to me in this story of the woman at the well, ego eimi, I am, would speak to our hearts. Close your eyes for a minute. Pray this with me. Brother Jesus, when I, feel, when I feel abandoned and alone, stand by me as a friend. Ego emi. Brother Jesus, when the things that life hurls at me scare me, stand by my side. Remind me that your love is stronger than my fear. Ego, Amy. When I feel trapped in sinful habits and in addictions, Brother Jesus, Take your nail-scarred hands and set me free. Ego emi. When I am hungry. When I'm hungry for what the world cannot give me, be for me the bread of life that nourishes me deep into the core of who I am. Ego, Amy. When I am sick, stand by me. Lift me up from my illness. Say to me, stand up. Be whole. Ego. Amy.
And when I'm facing death or grieving the death of someone I love, stand with me. Stand with me at the gate of the graveyard and teach me to sing, I have conquered death, alleluia, even through my tears. Ego, Amy. The one who met the woman at the well is the one for whom we hunger in the heart. Ego, Amy. Thanks for listening to this week's service. For more information about our church, including upcoming events, please visit us online at goodshepherd-sc.org.